Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hello, guys, and welcome to this extremely practical episode. Today, there will be no unnecessary bubble all practical tips. I hope you like it. It might even be shorter than usual because, uh, you know, I like to talk. But today I wanted to jump pack this uh, episode with just advice and um, things that I've learned on the way while building an ELT business. And so, you know, you can use it in your life and business. So let's get down to it. Um So, you're probably in a situation now that you either have some experience or have only just qualified as an English as a foreign language teacher, uh, or you hit some sort of a point in your life where you've realized, um, okay, the work that I've been doing is not working. I don't like to work for ad- for schools. Even if you've been freelancing, maybe it's been annoying because you had to travel from one place to another and it's just getting a bit ridiculous. Or maybe you've been working for an online platform and, you know, the money is less than ideal. Uh, so you want to start something on your own. So my first thing, my first um, sort of words towards you are going to be bravo, well done for making this decision. The world of uh, entrepreneurship is extremely exciting. And once you've nailed it, once you start understanding how it works, um, there are only benefits, only benefits. <laughs> so I hope you're excited because there is a really bright future ahead of you. So you are now thinking, so what do I do first? So I'm going to maybe perhaps possibly surprise you, but I think that the first thing that you need to do is to work on yourself a little bit. I would like you to dig real deep into what you think about yourself. So obviously you have your reasons why you want to start this business and it. In my experience, it's very often because people are frustrated in their current work situation and they want to change it. They want to be more independent and that's all fine. But I want you to dig even deeper. I want you to dig deep inside and ask yourself, what's my ultimate big why? Okay. And then when you've asked that why, ask another why. So to give you an example, when I first started, I thought that I started because the pandemic hit, basically. And I thought, oh, it would be really cool to have something on the side as a side gig um, and just see what happens. But to be honest, once I started digging, it became clear by asking why and why and why that I really wanted 
to be independent. I really wanted more time with my family um, and friends. I wanted to have more money. Um, and I really started imagining my new lifestyle. So if you're ready, I mean, I'm telling you, be ready <laughs> to start imagining what your life will look like once your business is up and running. Because it's extremely important for you to start believing that it's all possible. And I know it might sound a bit woo-woo um, and a bit like, oh, I know all of this, uh, you don't have to tell me, but really pause and think, because it's much easier for you to start doing something very practical once you are in a position of, oh, I actually energetically already am where I want to be. Because it motivates you, it's your driving force, it's something that <clears throat> adds wings to your daily actions in your business. So, your ultimate why, and um, try and start imagining what uh, your life, your lifestyle will look like when your business is up and running. Then, you're going to have to think about how and why and who you're going to help. So you might be thinking that because you've been teaching some certain types of classes, for example, that this is a good idea to continue. And it might be, it might be. But very often, it's something that you've been doing is for practical reasons. It's because a school that you worked for wanted you to do it, but maybe you didn't enjoy it that much. Unless you did, then absolutely go for it. But remember that... Um, if you want to help people truly, and if you want to build authentic connections online, you're going to have to um, find the middle ground between what you're good at, what you're passionate about, and what people actually need. Okay? So saying just business English is not enough. I would rather think about things such as uh, I want to help women who um, have trouble being confident um, in at work, for example. That's actually a niche of one of my clients. Haha, <laughs> sorry. Um, or I would think about children or teenagers who are very shy and would happily learn English via reading. That's a fantastic thing. Maybe you are passionate about reading. Maybe you've got um, an idea for a book club. Maybe there are so many possibilities. So think about it in a really narrow way. But also always keep those three things in mind. What you're good at, what you're passionate and really love doing, and what, you're, what the people that you are potentially going to help really need and want. Okay, because it's not enough to also say uh, that you're going to create something that you think people need or something that you just want to create. By creating, I mean um, creating an offer or an online course or whatever else. So think about it really deeply. Then it's time to start being visible. So when you think about visibility these days, <laughs> it's the simplest thing to start being visible online. And what's better than using social media to do it. But remember, there are lots of potential pitfalls on social media. Um, obviously, you're going to have to overcome lots of fears and lots of things that you still don't know. And you might even not know 
that you don't know them. <laughs> um, but you have to start somewhere. So think about your um, perfect um, student, perfect client. Imagine them. Try and imagine them in as much detail as possible. So I... Uh, once came across something that is called a client avatar. And I actually did that at the beginning of my business. I mm, gave my perfect client a name and I described them in a lot of detail in uh, on a piece of paper, actually, not even in my head. And this helped me guess where this person is likely to hang out. Obviously, it's not like I was 100% right. I tried a lot of different things, but... It helped me um, start thinking about where I can connect with them. Because it's, again, not enough to just pick a random platform and start posting there. You have to post, because uh, obviously, inevitably, at the beginning, you're going to start posting into the void. You're going to start posting into nowhere. And nobody's going to be listening because they are not there yet. But... Think about it in terms of where is it most likely for them to hear you or see your posts or see what you do um, and how you can help them. So it can be Instagram, but how are you going to reach them? It can be um, Facebook. So think about Facebook groups, for example. How can you connect with those people? Um, and how can you make it actually authentic? Maybe it's even LinkedIn. It's, it's worked for a lot of people, so you might want to consider that. Then, to save yourself lots of time, trouble and stress, I would probably sit down and brainstorm about 30 days of your content. And everybody talks about being consistent on social media, which is, yes, absolutely, it's true. But what you want to make sure is that you don't fall into the trap of... Um, daily posting just because people do it people do it once they've got into the rhythm of it but they also plan and schedule and use different tools to to post they don't sit every day to post and write their captions everything is usually done in advance for example that's what i i do um, but when you plan your posts, when you write them, even in a simple word file, choose your graphics or create your graphics um, in, for example, in Canva or any other tool, but Canva is probably the most popular now, um, to go along with your posts. Um, and if you do it for 30 days, so for example, you might plan to post two or three times a week at the beginning, even two is fine as long as you do it consistently. Um, then it saves you lots of trouble. And actually, if you're planning to post twice a week, then how many pieces of content do you have to come up with for a month? Eight. What's eight? That's nothing. You can do it, right? Um, so do that. And then if you want to, if you want to start, um, start now, start before you're even ready, before those posts are uh, perfectly curated, before anything, before you feel that you're ready, okay? Because you will never feel really ready before posting and, um, and showing up online. It's always going to feel a bit awkward until you've started. Because once you've started, it's going to feel, you know, natural, that's how it is with anything in the world, any new thing that you start doing. Um, the next thing would have to be sorting out your um, 
your logistics of you delivering your offer. So things like your prices. So how are you going to price your services? Think about whether you're going to sell them in packages or maybe you want to eventually offer a course. So what are you going to actually um, charge for your services? Um, The best way to think about pricing is to think about what feels good when it comes to the price and how much you'd like to be paid. Then think also of a price that is a bit less than that and a bit too much in your personal subjective opinion. And then choose something somewhere in the middle and you have to test it as well. It's not... um, it's not 100%, um, you know, I'm, you're not ever going to be sure whether this price is, is the good price, is the perfect price until you've tried it. So there is lots of trial and error in business in general, and that's absolutely fine. Um, also, think about things, how you're going to charge for your lessons. So, for example, are you going to do it via PayPal or transfers or just how? Just think about it. And then another logistical item is your tools. So you need to think how you're going to deliver those uh, classes, courses, lessons, other services. Zoom, Teams, um, I don't know, Google Meet um, or any other tool uh, that is available where you are. Or maybe you want to do it face to face. That's also absolutely fine. Um, Obviously, I mainly mention online world, but I think all those principles here can be totally applied to um, face-to-face world and face-to-face delivery. So make sure that it's all easy for both you and your students, because there is nothing worse than being um, that being confused by some tools and fancy, uh, you know, software for your lessons, because it doesn't help anybody. You can add, you can make it a bit more sophisticated as you go, but not at the beginning. You've got too many things uh, to worry about. Okay. And so that's, so you've figured all those things out. You're going to start posting. You're going to see what happens with your content how people react to your content. You're going to start connecting, making uh, making, um, making those authentic connections with people, finding them wherever they are, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, who knows. Uh, you're going to have conversations with them. And now something important to think about, especially when you choose Instagram, but I think it can be applied to other platforms as well. Um, make sure that... or nearly 80% of all your activity happens on other people's account or accounts. Um, Let me explain what that means. So I know that it's going to be important to you to know what to post and to come up with some sort of a schedule and things like that. But social media nowadays is much more about connecting and engaging rather than posting and educating. Okay, so what I want you to do is to think about how you can connect with people by going out there. So go and research other people's profiles who do similar things to yours. Genuinely comment on their content, uh, comment on whatever they do and comment on content of people who are, in your opinion, your ideal people. This is how you build those connections. You don't build connections, but by simply posting and waiting for people to come. 
okay? If you can, collaborate with other people who are already a bit more established and do some joint venture uh, events like lives or things like that. This will grow your, grow your audiences and will help you uh, become more confident in, your, in what you do and your message. Um, and finally, you've already started and you've thought about your ultimate why and where it's going and imagining yourself where you're going to be. Um, remember, there is something that is absolutely necessary and cannot be underestimated. It's support. So whatever form of support you choose, whether it is a group of other entrepreneurial friends that you get together with regularly, meet on Zoom, brainstorm ideas and do things together, or maybe it is a group of um, people that you actually follow, you can do all of these things at once, uh, who are basically now where you want to be in the future. So you follow their steps and sort of try to reverse engineer how they got there. That's also one of ways and why not. But think about it. Think how, what's going to be your support um, system. One of the best ways of finding and uh, receiving support is by finding yourself a coach. Um, it cannot be underestimated how much the person who has been through it can support you, can give you accountability, can give you strategies, ideas and um, advice relevant to your own business can be helpful. So think about it. If it's possible, find yourself a mentor or a coach who will help you uh, do that. Because as many of my own clients said, they are perfectly capable of doing all those things on their own and they can Google everything. But why? What for? If you can do it um, using somebody's support and your progress can accelerate so much that you won't even be able to keep up with it. Now, obviously not, but <laughs> um, just un do not underestimate um, the help. Because you are a teacher, you are great at teaching, that's your zone of genius, you are creative, you've gone into that profession for a reason, but there are people who genuinely know a bit more about business. And that's just a fact. That's not bragging on my side, it's just a fact. Um, so please consider that, okay? And my last note here is that I've prepared a written form of um, what I said here today, it's called your ELT business starter checklist uh, and a guide and those questions that I asked you today to reflect on uh, in a written form and feel free to download it on my website. Uh, it's going to be available in the description of this episode. So please feel free because it is free <laughs> um, and get inspired. Start working on your dream. Um, start doing things, taking action. Uh, do not wait until the beginning of the next academic year. It's actually a good time now. The September is not over yet. So you can totally start now. Any time is good um, as long as you start acting um, because it's only action that's going to help you. Um, gain your clarity that's going to 
show you whether your ideas are actually worth pursuing. Maybe you're going to have to tweak something. Maybe you're going to have to improve, uh, prepare a better offer or change your niche altogether. That's happened. That's happened to me as well. But it will never happen in your head. It will happen when when you start acting. So equipped with my advice here and your ELT business starter checklist that you will have downloaded very soon. Um, all I can say is I keep my fingers crossed for you um, and I wish you all the best. And if you ever have any questions or doubts or need any support, I'm here. I'll see you next week. Bye. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger, say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.